underscore. I'm Tim. And I'm Amy. And this is episode, do you know which one? Six. I do remember. <laughs> uh, how was your week and day? Week's been going good. About the same last, a little bit tired here and there, but all in all, very good. How about yours, Amy? I'm super stoked because I was at work and someone thought it was a good idea to start a 12-person text message to set up a baseball game for the Angels, mm-hmm. and which is really awesome. I'm glad that we're all going to the Angel game, but at a 1.30 in the afternoon, right in the heart of my day, having a 12-person group Holy message, moly. not a good thing, but I'm going to the Angel game. So that's when good. are you going there? Uh, in September, end of September. Well, that sounds like a real grand time. Yes, as long as the Angels win. That's correct. So I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> I mean, some people have to be losers. I'm pretty sure Dodgers are in better place than the Angels. I'm pretty sure it's because you guys have a weaker division. And we're bad. And I believe the American League did win the All-Star game. And we just beat the Dodgers both games. We weren't trying. Yeah, sure. So speaking of Angels, Uh what do you know about Angels? Guardian Angels? I've had a couple experiences. Um... Would you like to hear about it? I absolutely would. I will tell you. I was probably around six or seven, and back in my day, you could ride the neighborhood all around. You know, nobody ever worried about anything. So, me and my buddy were riding our bicycles. We were chatting, talking back and forth, wasn't paying attention, and all of a sudden, boom, I hit a car, a parked car. I went, <laughs> You're intelligent. <laughs> I went flying over the car, landed kind of on my butt and my feet, Went straight through the handlebars, which they were kind of like a U-shape, you know. And the only thing that happened to me was I had two little cuts on my ears, on the tip of my ears. They were almost like scabs. I never thought about it, just saying, how in the heck could I fly that far, let on my butt, and not get hurt? And I just kind of, you know, brushed it off. But a few years later, I thought, man, that must have been an angel that grabbed me and just grabbed me by the ears. Because how could you cut both ears? Uh, unless it was on a handlebars, but handlebar isn't going to really do that because and not that close. To yeah, and your your ears flop, and that was little. So there's just no way. So I don't know what happened, and then it happened another time. I guess I like hitting parked cars when I was little. You hit another parked car. I did it again. <laughs> the same thing happened. Same thing on my ears. There were two cuts. That was it. Nothing else. I didn't get hurt anywhere. Landed the same way. No explanation. I have no idea, but that's what I attribute it to. Is like gardening angels. Gardening in uh-huh. the angel? Yep. And they just grabbed you by the tip of your ears? That's what I think. I was a pretty little guy, so they, the ears would have supported me then. Not now. <laughs> no, definitely not now. <laughs> Did you feel that you were being lifted up or anything? Mm-mm, no, I just remember just going, oh, and then I just remember laying on my feet and on my butt and just kind of go, hmm, what happened? <laughs> Oh, there's a parked car. Can you imagine that angel the second time you did it? He's yeah. probably like, this, this idiot. This boy ain't learning. <laughs> so did you hit a parked car a third time? No, I've never hit a parked car again in my life. What about driving? Nope, did you... never hit a parked car. I've hit a parked car driving. Did you see? Now who's the dummy? Yeah, except my angel didn't save me. And guess what? What? The, so it was like a junky car. Uh-huh. I, it was in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm a terrible driver, terrible parker. I had to go to work on my day off, and I was super mad about it. Mm-hmm. There was no parking on top of that, so I was, like, even more mad. And so I whipped around. I saw space, but I didn't see it until after I kind of passed it a little bit, and I should have just reversed and then gone in. Oh, but because I was, like, man. in a bad mood, and I was, like, just trying to get there, 
I clipped it just on the corner. This car, it was a Lexus, but it was like, literally was a 1997 Lexus. This happened last year. Oh my God. $1,700 to get that thing fixed. What a rip. It was junky too. I was like, come on. And I did the right thing. I left a note. I will never leave a note again. I will just move my car and go to a different spot because nothing was wrong with my car. My car's fine. So. Boy, what a jerk. Yeah. Not you, just the person you hit. <laughs> so, do you believe in angels? I do. I believe in angels. Do you think that they're a religious thing or just something that's there? Well, anything to do with God or angels got to be religious. It's just do you believe it or not? I faithfully believe it. I think that they're real. And, you know, I bet you half the time you don't even know that they're helping or saving somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, but just, there's just too many stories, too many myths, too many, just too many stories. Yeah. How about you? I mean, I'm a believer, so I'm religious, so I definitely believe there's angels. Yeah. Biblically, there's angels in the Bible. I think when we think of angels, mm-hmm. we all picture, well, what do you picture when you think of an angel? I picture, uh, you know, a beautiful uh, human-like person with wings that can fly around and do supernatural things or great things or what have you. That's what I picture. I always picture, and I don't know if this is from cartoons and movies, paintings, pictures, but I always picture like a beautiful woman with blonde hair, either a halo or beaming light around her, big feathery white wings, white dress, sparkly, with a harp, singing, her voice is like beautiful. I wonder when they say hello, if they say halo. (laughs) Yeah, and they're probably big. Well, the one that... Rescued you must have been pretty oh, big. Oh, you yeah. were little. That's right. You were a little yeah. guy. It was probably a lady. She probably, oh, this guy's so cute. And he could, like, <laughs> grow up to be a handsome man. Well, she was right. Well, she probably should have let you tumble a little. Maybe it would have helped your looks. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe it would have uh, actually taught me a lesson. <laughs> Angels are depicted in pretty much every major religion. You see it in Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism. You know, not saying that makes it real, but right. when every single religion can line up and say that there are some sort of spiritual beings that are protective or messengers. But in the Christian faith, they believe that angels were created before humans. Sure. Uh, They were created to serve God and to be his messenger. They can go back and forth in the spiritual realm and the natural world. And they're not bound by physical boundaries. You hear they just came down and, you know, told Mary about her being pregnant. They visited Daniel, you see the angels talk to some of the prophets and kind of share with them. So they can go back and forth from and, heaven to earth. And they might they might even appear as a regular human being. You don't even know it, huh? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. There's a verse in the Bible that says mm-hmm. there's angels that, you know, you might be talking to an angel and not even know it. So I think that that's where you see a lot of stories. I've heard a lot of stories of people say that, you know, someone was, they had a flat tire, they pulled off on the freeway, they didn't know what to do, there's no one around, and, you know, someone was just walking by, changed their tire, they went to turn around and say thank you, and gone. gone, Yeah, Yeah. and you hear stories like that all the time. Do you have any insight on what you think their purpose are? They help humans, they protect them, and help them, guide them through life. That's kind of what I think. And maybe they're the ones that come get you when you die. And say, come on, we're going to go to the gate and see if you're going in or not. Yeah. In the Christian belief, every time you see an angel and the angel appears, it usually says that the person was terrified. And then they'll say, do not be afraid. 
that might be because even though I know you and I know yeah. who you are, you're Tim. I was at my house uh, and I was just watching TV and all of a sudden you just appeared before me, even though I know you and I'm not afraid of you, that would probably be a pretty terrifying. Yeah, like how did you get here? Right. But the interesting thing is if you actually look in the Bible at the description of some of these angels, sure. they are terrifying. Have you ever read some of the descriptions of what they are? No, and, and I wouldn't think they're terrifying. Maybe they're just terrified because people are shocked that they're there. Okay, I'm going to read you a description because I think it's terrifying. Okay. Right. <laughs> and I would be terrified. Give me the description. So this is from the book of Ezekiel. Okay. And so I'm going to guess that the author is the prophet Ezekiel. And who was Ezekiel? A prophet. So he made a lot of money. He profited. Yeah. Okay, good. That's because he wrote the Bible. Okay. That's probably the most popular book. That's what they call prophets. Yeah, he's a profiting profiting prophet. Very nice. Okay, so this is from the book of Ezekiel and it's chapter one. Now this specifically is regarding an angel called a cherubim. Have you ever heard of that? Never have. In the center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire there was what looked like four creatures. In appearance their form was human. But each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight and their feet were like those of a calf and gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings. And the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead and they did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had a face of a human being. On the right side, each had a face of a lion to the left side, and a face of the ox. Each also had a face of an eagle. Such were their faces. They each had two wings spreading out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on either side, and each of the two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creature was like burning coals of fire or like torches. The fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed over it. The creature sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. It kind of goes on and on and a lot more description. It had a head of a person, yeah. a head of a lion, a head of an eagle. That's, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Though. And they had flames, right? Flames and that were flashing back and forth and lightning. That could have been what burnt my ears maybe. Yeah, you maybe. Know, you never know. There's another description that I think is equally terrifying. Uh-huh. And again, this is kind of why, I mean, yes, it would be scary to see someone just appeared, but I still think it's, these angels are not pretty that I would imagine. Like, they're scary looking. I mean, really, we have this idea in our head of these pretty women, but I'm going to read another verse. This one's called the Seraphim. So this is from the book of Isaiah, chapter mm-hmm. 6, verse 2, and it says, Above him were seraphim, each with six wings, with two wings that covered their faces, two that covered their feet, and two they were flying. And they called to one another, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, and the whole earth is filled with his glory. And so these angels have six wings, two that cover their faces, two that cover their feet, and two they fly with. So they had basically three pairs of wings, which I don't think would be quite as scary. No, but I wonder why 
you go from beautiful how that got started. Yeah, and I think that's more just modern art. In the Bible, there's this hierarchy of angels where they have these cherubim, these seraphim. They have all kinds. They have uh, archangels, which is Michael. Apparently, it's it's the chief angel, and there's only one, and that's Michael. And he was the one that brought a lot of the news. So he would be the supervisor? No, he's the chief. Okay. I wonder if he wore a headdress. I wonder if he'd be like the CEO or a director. What would you put him as? He's the CEA. Chief Pres- Executive Angel. There we go. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then the further you go down, it'd be like your supervisor or your lead, and then you're just your little grunts. Yeah. Hmm. The other one I, that I read, and i got to find out which one this was, but they had eyes all over them, which oh. would have also been super crazy. Wow. These are some different depictions of angels. Do you believe that there are different types of angels? Absolutely. Why do you believe it? Because the Bible tells me so. The B-L-E-B-L-E? Yep. Do you remember that song? Yep. So do you think that angels intercede with humans? I think they intercede, and I also think they get involved. Same thing. (laughs) Do you think that they are in just the day-to-day stuff? Or when there's like a crisis, angels are there to kind of sweep up? I think that the one with all the eyeballs is there to see what's going on. They're probably not really eyeballs. It's probably one that sees all. That's probably because you know in the Bible how they you have to kind of interpret what they're saying. So yeah. I bet you the one that has all the eyeballs really is the one that sees everything. Yeah. And so he probably says, ten uh, four, we got a robbery down on Main. Send somebody <laughs> down. You know, kind of like that. That's so what I was thinking. actually that's true. So uh, there is a hierarchy, and every angel has their own thing that they have to do. So you have Michael, who's the chief angel, and he kind of oversees a lot of the things. And I think he is the go-to angel to send messages, like the important yeah. events. And, but then you also have what is called the dominions. Mm-hmm. Sounds really evil to me. Yeah. But these dominions, these are the ones that regulate the duties of lower angels. They're the ones that kind of say, hey, this you go here, yeah. you go there. Do you think that each person has a specific angel? Like you have an angel that's just hovering around you, making sure you don't hit park cars. Probably so. But I don't know. That'd be kind of boring, wouldn't it? Probably not in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And these angels, they were created before human. Yeah, before us. And I don't see any references of them making more angels. Uh So I'm wondering if you have a guardian angel. Sure. And obviously back in, you know, the early 500 BC or whatever, there weren't as many people that there are now. So what were the rest of those guardian angels doing? In the coffee room. (laughs) Just waiting? Yeah. And then what happens when someone dies? Is yeah, that it? Their job's get, over? Maybe they get reassigned or they get moved up a little bit. Who knows? I would say they're just reassigned to somebody else. Yeah. So do you think that we each have an angel assigned to us? I would say so. One thing I want to know is the angel with all the eyes. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that would cost if he needed glasses. Can you imagine how many glasses he'd have to wear? I think he would get contacts. Could be. Or maybe contacts on one side. How long would it take? him to put all those contacts in would you be afraid if you saw no an, if you saw an angel right now you wouldn't be afraid no, no i mean what is something gonna do to me i mean i think what it is is just being in the presence of something holy that glob i told you that was on my ear from oh, my reflection why don't you tell that story uh, actually okay. all right one time we were coming home from a christmas night party and I had a couple beers, so my wife was driving. It was raining, and I wanted to take a picture. So I took a picture out the window with it rolled up. I didn't know I had the flash on, so I took a flash, and you could see the reflection of me. And on my right ear, there was a glob, right, stuck to my ear. 
but it wasn't there if you just looked at me. It was right. through the picture and the reflection. I don't know if it was a reflection of light, but it was a glob. I don't know. I can't explain what it is. If I can find a picture, we'll, we'll post it. I'm and wondering, it could have been the reflection of the raindrops on the window, though, with the flash. Not with the green. I mean, it was just too, it was all my ear. I looked around, there's other reflections. A reflection wouldn't do that. Otherwise, you couldn't have seen my face. Mm -hmm. It wasn't distorted. Why would that be distorted? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it was pretty weird. Was it like a human form or? I don't know. It was just like a glob. Could that, that could have been an angel if you get right down to it. And do you think these angels are people who are loved ones that passed on that then come back and kind of guard you? No, because you said there's only so many angels. So Or so maybe they're not angels. Maybe it's just your loved ones that kind of come back and, act, and act as protectors of you. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll start a new thing up there. If you if you have a good life, maybe you can become an angel. Maybe. Yeah. When you die, you're supposed to, you know, you go to heaven. Sure. And it doesn't really say whether or not you can come back down. But if you go too far back down, then you're in trouble. Yeah, get yeah. a little too far, get a little yeah. warm and toasty. Yeah. Did you ever hear of the Cokeville Elementary School hostage crisis? I have, but I didn't research it. Can you explain it? Because it sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, so this actually happened when I was like a little can, kid. Can I say that real quick? Yeah. I apologize, because usually I research the heck out of everything. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about angels, Tim? Oh, it's a baseball team. That's none of your business. <laughs> did you see angels in the outfield? I did. Do you uh, move your arms up and down when the angels play? No, only when I had a dream where I was flying, and then my arms moved up and down, and I really took off. It was pretty cool. It's probably because that's your subconscious telling you you should be an angel fan. Maybe I'm an angel. Yeah, maybe I fell from heaven and I'm an angel. <laughs> Trust me, that's not true. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so the Cokeville, Wyoming hostage crisis, this happened in 1986. And actually, guess what? May 16th. Oh, shoot. Man. Now, this Coke, was that name of the Coke Brothers? I don't have oh. any idea. I didn't research that. Well, see, I did. <laughs> and it's not. It was David Young and his wife, Doris Young. And he was actually... How old were they? Uh, actually, I had Were they young or old? They were in their 40s. Okay, so they were young. That's why they have their name, Young. <laughs> but David and Doris Young, they made a homemade bomb. I see. And they had guns, and they stormed an elementary school, the Cokeville Elementary School. Now, Cokeville is a very small town, and all the children in that town in the nearby area all went to the same school. So, because this was a small town, right. pretty much if you were a school-age child, you know, K through 6, you were at school this day. Um, There's 136 children and 18 adults. Like I said, David and his wife stormed the elementary school, got all the kids, put them in one classroom, and they held them hostage. And he messaged Ronald Reagan, who was president at the time, and he was trying to get $2 million for each child, like ransom. And he said that he was starting a new revolution. But he created this bomb made out of gasoline, and they had five cylinders that held the gasoline. And he had a shoestring that was attached to his arm. And so he let the kids know that if he were to jerk his arm at any time, the bomb would go off. What a jerk. I know. All the kids in the classroom and the kids were getting really restless. So the teachers decided to corral them all together and start praying. When the kids were praying, David got very uncomfortable with the prayer. Oh, and he that. decided to leave. 
And so he transferred the bomb from himself to his wife. He went into a nearby bathroom and then his wife had the bomb. The gasoline that was kind of leaking from the bomb and was making the room really smelly. And so one of the teachers had been telling Doris, the wife, that she had a really bad headache because of the gasoline. So Doris jerked her arm up to motion that she had a headache too. Well, when she did that, boom, the bomb went off. David came running in. Uh, saw his wife that was pretty much blown up but still sort of alive uh-huh. and he shot her shot himself in the head and then the kids happened to all be corralled by the window and the window blew out and so the kids escaped the only injuries were flash burns none of the children died there was one teacher that was shot but he survived when they were interviewing the kids they had a lot of miraculous testimonies So this is a quote from one of the boys. He said, there were other people in the room with us. The psychologist said, you mean teachers? And then he said, no, the ones in white. She said the bomb was going to go off. If I stood by the window, everything would be okay. Wow. A lot of people had the same vision of this woman who told them to go near the window. This other child said that he just felt something pulling him towards the window. This window was a big thing because when the bomb went off and all the children were near the window, they were able to evacuate very quickly. Uh Several people saw this lady in white telling them what to do. Other kids said they saw an angel on everyone's head or every kid's head was glowing. Uh-huh. There were a lot of students who said that there were teachers there that they didn't recognize. Wow. And later, after flipping through photo albums, they found those same teachers. And when they talked to their parents, they found out that was like a grandma who'd passed away or oh, an wow. aunt who passed away. And they said like those people were the ones that were helping them out of the window so that they could return to safety. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And so one little girl specifically... She said that at, this teacher was helping her out of the room, mm-hmm. and she was really scared, and the teacher said to her, because she was burned, she, oh. and the lady said, don't worry, your scars will heal completely, but your heart will need to heal, and you'll need to learn to forgive. And then that girl, a year later, you couldn't even tell that she had any scars at all. And then she said that she just had to learn to forgive yeah. David and Doris, but... Some of the other miraculous thing is that he built this bomb, and I said that they had five canisters of gasoline. Uh-huh. Three of the canisters, the wires were cut, and so only two of them actually exploded. Because if this thing had gone out the way it should have, yeah. it would have exploded and everyone would have been dead. But because these wires were cut, only two of them exploded, and they should have exploded outward, but instead, for reasons that no one can understand... It shot straight up in the air, and that's why none of the kids, like, they had the flash burns, but they didn't get hurt other than that is because it flew straight up in the air. Not to be making fun of, but let me play devil's advocate. Yes. What if those were already cut before they came in? Did anybody know that? They don't. They said that it's possible that he didn't know what he was doing and he accidentally cut them. It's still very odd that if he spent that much time making these Yeah, you would think they would have been. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's pictures. I personally don't think that it looks this way, but when the bomb went off, it did leave an imprint of the wall from Uh the explosion. And a lot of people say it looks like an angel with wings. I personally didn't see it, and you should look up Cokeville hostage crisis, and you can look at those pictures, but... Well, you know, maybe the lady was dressed in white robe, maybe she opened it, like a coat or something, and that's what... Now, did you see the pictures? No, no. Because that is kind of what it looked like. Yeah. It did look... Instead of wings, it was probably her cloak, is that what you call it? Yeah. And that probably was like a shield that helped to... Save the children. Yeah, yeah. Huh. 
But it's the biggest religion is community were the Latter-day Saints. So many kids in that school were believers. And those who weren't pretty much came the to The Latter-day Saints, did they carry around ladders all the time? Or why were they called Latter-day Yeah. Okay. They were painters. So that's what I figured because... Why, why else would you need a ladder? Yeah, why would you call a Latter-day? What if you were a roofer? Yeah, roofer-day saint, right? That didn't sound as good, though. Yeah, but it still could be... <laughs> Plumber Day Saint. Those stories, they all have the same story. It's pretty yeah. amazing. And like we've said before, nobody sees the same delusion. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. or the same. They, nobody has the same yeah. dream yeah. or the same, yeah, never the same hallucination. But they all saw it. That's always a good point because it's a known fact. I mean, it definitely gives me comfort knowing that there's someone over there watching me, whether it's a loved one, whether it's an angel. The Bible does say that. God will send guards yeah. and angels to protect us. So, sure. I mean, you can even look at the Battle of Jericho. I mean, I definitely think there was angels that were with the soldiers that were... Is that were the one where the walls came tumbling, tumbling down? Oh, right. I taught that to Josh. Yeah, there we go. Because it's his name, you know. What's unique is that every religion has angels. Yeah. And what if aliens are not aliens, they're just angels? What if that could be? Because it's light and they look different. And yeah. I mean, think about the description that I said of the cherubim. Right. Like they have four heads and all those. That's really weird and awkward. And if we saw that, we would instantly think that was an alien. And then that one that had the eyes all around. That's the one where I think it's just maybe he just descriptive wise, maybe they say, yeah, he has all, but maybe he's the one that sees all. Yeah, you know. because this was written in like Greek and Roman. So it's possibly that it was just when a they said four heads, was it? Was it spelled F-O-R-E or F-O-U-R? F-O-U-R. Four uh, heads. Huh. I couldn't say that aliens were not actually from God and were actually angels. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool, though. When it comes to angels, I have someone that we're going to talk to in just a second. Uh-huh. But so far, what do you think? Fact or folklore? So far, I'm leaning towards some fact. How I'm, about y'all? I'm a religious person. I believe the Bible, so... There's nothing anyone can tell me that's going to make me think it's anything but fact. We're going to talk to a friend of mine. Her name is Nicole. Uh-huh. We're going to call Nicole. I think she's going to confirm everything that I believe in angels, and I think she's going to reassure our fact verdict. Okay, cool. So let's give my friend Nicole a call and hear her story. All right. Hello? Hi, Nicole. This is Amy and Tim from Fact or Folklore. And we are doing a show on guardian angels and heard you might have a story for us. Yeah, I have a couple actually that took place during my time living in Bermuda. Okay. And how long ago was this? The first instance happened in 2012. And then the second one happened in 2015. In Bermuda, does everybody really wear Bermuda shorts? They do. Yeah. It's considered dressy. The businessmen wear Bermuda shorts with a blazer and knee-high socks and loafers. What kind of shoes? Oh, loafers. Wow. Loafers, yeah. So that's what they wear to work? Yeah. CEOs, bankers, the people that work in insurance. They should call it chilling instead of Bermuda. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and it's hot in the summer, too. It's hot and humid, like what we had the other day. 
Uh, I'm moving to Bermuda just to wear shorts and Bermuda shorts. Not me. You haven't seen my legs. <laughs> yeah, you'll think Tim's wearing white sweatpants. White sweatpants. Well, <laughs> no, on this guardian angel, I had a quick experience one time. I was too tired to mow the yard. When I came back, it was mowed gardening angel. Is that <laughs> is that what we're talking about? I think it's a little different. Oh. Do you want to share your very first encounter? My first encounter happened while we were sleeping. My husband and I were sleeping one night and our neighbor was out of town. Our property was a main house and three apartments. The landlord lived in the main house and he was off the island for like a week. And one night we were sleeping, all of a sudden the light turned on and it was a light connected with the ceiling fan. So either you had to turn it on or off with the switch or by pulling the little string up on top. So it went off and I was like, that's weird. It scared me at first. And so I get up and I have to go click the light off, pull the string. And then I went to bed and I really didn't think anything of it. Well, a few days later, my landlord came home and he was a police officer. And so he was letting me know that while he was gone, there were a string of burglaries, break-ins in our neighborhood. So I really took that as somebody who's watching out for our property, making sure that whoever was lurking in our yard knew that somebody was home and awake at this time. And they could have been right there about they, to break in. And then that light came on and it freaked them out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause where our apartment was, was off to the side, but we had a huge yard in front of us and then a huge, huge backyard. So they could have either been in the front yard or the backyard, but the light would have been shown from either the front or the back. And it's never happened before. It never happened before, and it never happened again. It was just that one time. Did that happen with any other lights in your house? Just throwing it out there, could it have possibly been like a faulty switch or something? You know, I thought that, but I had to click it off. It wasn't... Mm, So it it didn't like flicker. No, it didn't flicker. One time in my bathroom, my light was flickering, so I just assumed that it was dying. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to replace the light bulb. Mm-hmm. But it fixed itself, and I didn't have to replace the light bulb for, like, another six months. But this was different because you had to completely was, turn on. Yeah, this was different because I had to completely get up and physically pull the string to turn it off. Wow. And we normally didn't use the string to turn on and off the light. We used the light switch. Huh. That's amazing. Do you happen yeah. to know what time of day? Night. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. It was night. It was around midnight when this happened. Do you know what time the burglaries happen? You know, I never ask. Because it'd be interesting to see if it happened right around that time. But I can imagine if I was going to burglarize a house, it would be around midnight to like 3 a.m. before everyone's going to work and stuff. Yeah, our street had a lot of old people and... A lot of the neighbors have lived there their whole lives, and they were retired. People in Bermuda are very pokey. So Uh, if there was somebody who didn't belong in the neighborhood, you knew somebody was looking out their window, going to ask you, hey, what do you do in our neighborhood? Like, you don't fit in our street. You know how burglars dress in black? I wonder if they wore, like, black Bermuda shorts. Possibly. Possibly. It was a black socks. <laughs> when that happened, did you feel anything or did you see anything or was it just the light? It was just the light. Did you feel any chills or anything like that? I didn't. I didn't. I think because I've had so many different experiences throughout my life that when things like that happen, I just kind of go, huh? Isn't oh, well, it? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just another one to add to your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. 
that definitely sounds like someone was watching over you. That's what it sounds like to me. Do you think it was an actual angel, or do you think it was like a past loved one that was watching over you? I don't know if I would say it was somebody connected to me, but my landlord, his father passed away in the house. Okay. And they've always had instances in their house also. So we've always kind of shared things that have happened in the house, like things that, you know, aren't explainable very easily. Yeah. So I always took it when I lived at that house that it was the father kind of watching out for the house and playing the tricks and things like that, hiding my stuff, things like that was the dad because he was a jokester also. Trying to get your attention. Mm -hmm. When he was alive, do you know if he was very protective of his family and property? I don't know. For someone who was really protective in their life, you would imagine they would probably sure. be pretty protective. Yeah. Close, yeah. You know, he probably was. Right. Well, I think that it might have been him, too, because he built the house. He lived there. And then when he passed away, the son took over the house. So the son lives in the house. And you said he had experiences as well. And he had experiences. His girlfriend has had experiences also. Is it just more pranks or is it also that protective like, It's nature? more of like the protective nature and the pranks. So it's both. So he's yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had any other experiences with this uh, individual? Yeah. And so another time flash forward about 2015, I was pregnant and I was working at the time How with a little that? boy. Yeah. <laughs> We'd well, gone to the grocery store. him a birds and the bees lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be one of It's all good. <laughs> so anyway, we were in a gypsy taxi, which is kind of like Ubers for the island. They're just normal people who will pick you up outside the grocery store and drive you home and charge you like 10 bucks or something. We had gotten one of those one day because I bought too many groceries and didn't feel like lugging it up the hill. So I'm telling the driver where my house is. And I said, oh, my house is right there on the left. And so he goes to turn into my neighbor's parking spot. And the parking spots and driveways aren't like our driveways paved with cement. They're more like little dirt patches with some gravel on it. So he goes to turn. And I'm like, what is he doing? It's just a bank. Like it's a parking spot. And then the edge is an eight foot cliff drop down the main yard. And so I'm telling him, oh my gosh, stop, stop, stop. That's not a street. I mean, you can clearly see it's a drop. So he stops. And as he's stopping, his front two tires go over the bank. And so now the car's dangling two wheels over the bank and then two wheels on the grass. And I'm like, oh my gosh. The man gets out and leaves me six months pregnant and the little boy I work with in the car. Oh my gosh. And he's like trying to figure out what to do. And so I had to climb out the window and I'm thinking, is this car going to, you know, with the weight of me moving, is it going to shake the car? Luckily we got out, we were safe. Everything was fine. And the driver was worried about getting his car and telling me, don't worry, you don't have to pay me. And I'm thinking, of course I'm not paying you. So I take a picture of the car to show my husband when he got home, show my neighbor, show my parents. And then after I took the picture, if you zoomed in, you saw a man's face. Wow. It was clearly a man's face. Did you recognize whose face that was? No, and it looked nothing like the driver. And my dad was the one who noticed it after I sent it to them. And he's like, oh, the driver was still in the car. And I said, no, the driver left the car and he never went back in. And my dad's like, well, there's somebody in the car. And I looked and I said, 
there was nobody in the car. I didn't recognize the man. He didn't look familiar to me. And then later, my landlord came home, and I'm showing him the picture, and he looks at it, and he goes, oh, my gosh, that looks like my dad. So, and this is the same guy who was in your house that saved you from the burglar. I think so. Yeah, I started putting it all together, and I'm like, he's watching this house. He's making sure that we're all safe. Because by this time, I was very close with my landlord, his girlfriend, and her daughter. We were super close with them. They were at my house all the time. We just became like family. They looked out for me. I looked out for them. So I think this man just saw the relationship and the connection we were having with um, his son, I think, started looking out for me as well. And he just adopted you, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And after that, did you have any presence like you just felt someone was around? Or is it just you saw that picture and it was gone? I saw that picture and it was gone. I never really felt anything else in the house. When you were in the car and it was dangling over the edge, Mm -hmm. at that point, did you have any comfort or anything? Like, was there anything that was different or were you scared and you just wanted to get out? I was scared. I just want to get out. I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, like I have somebody else's child with me. Right. You know, I need to get this kid out and to make sure he's safe and I'm pregnant. You know, I got to take care of my daughter. How old was was the child that was with you? He was, I think, 11 at the time. Did you ever talk to him about it to see if he saw anything? No, he's autistic. He wouldn't have been able to communicate that. Yeah. Wow. It'd be interesting to know if he did see something. I know with autism, sometimes they have communication difficulties, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if he did, you know, see something because they say that children are a little bit more receptive to the spiritual world. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, definitely agree with that. Yeah. He never said anything. He was freaking out too. What about the driver? What did he have a reason? (laughs) Did he tell you why he just decided to pull that car over? No, he wasn't even concerned about my welfare or the child's welfare. He was just like, great, now I need to pay somebody to come get this car. And I'm like, you told me went and got glasses afterwards, I bet. Yeah, he probably should have. He wore glasses. He was an older gentleman, and I would see him in town at the grocery store, and I wanted to tell people, don't get in his car. Oh, <laughs> I can't drive. <laughs> Stay away from this man. <laughs> so is it like our Ubers? Can you rate them? No, you can't read them. You don't know their names. So you just got to follow him around with a big sign. He's going to drive you off the cliff. (laughs) Was he wearing Bermuda shorts? He was not. He was in in jeans and a plaid button-down shirt. That's what I totally remember. (laughs) He was karmatized. He should have been wearing shorts and it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. 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 What is he doing in Bermuda with pants on? Yeah, I mean. Well, that should have been your first sign not to get in the car with the guy. Well, I try to go with the older people, not the young people. I just feel safer that they're not going to take advantage of me. Like money-wise? Money-wise, money, money wise, you just never know. Or physically. So, you know, th- yeah. yeah. So, no, you're like, pregnant, too. Because you could probably yeah. beat up a 60-year-old Yeah, man. I think I could take him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who's the old person? If there was only a young person standing out at the grocery store, I would just walk to a taxi and just get a regular taxi. There you go. Yeah. So after that whole experience, would you ever get in a car with an older, uh, what are they called, gypsy drivers? Gypsy drivers. Did you ever continue to choose the old people? I didn't have to after that. I ended up getting my own car. Oh, that's the way. Is that what inspired that? 
it didn't inspire it, but I'm like, okay, it's we got to get a car. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. Now, this is kind of off the topic of angels, but did you ever have any premonitions, like dreams about uh, driving off a cliff or like almost driving off a cliff? I don't think so. I don't remember my dreams most times. I have deja vu a lot, but I don't remember my dreams. Mm. Did you know there's a baseball team named after angels? I heard of this team, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're playing tonight. I think they are. Those are both really awesome stories. Gives me peace thinking that there are people out there, and not even your relatives, maybe just people that care about you. you. Yeah, Yeah. I think if you're a good person, you know. Yeah, that's the moral of the story. Now I'm going to be a good person. (laughs) Yeah. And wear Bermuda shorts. And wear Bermuda shorts. (laughs) That's all I wear, so I think I'm good. You will fit right in. And I have a t-shirt for you, so I will message you later so that I can drop it off to you. All right, cool. Cool, thank you. (laughs) All right, nice to meet you, Mr. Knock. Sure, no problem. (laughs) All right, right, thanks, Nicole. Bye. Um, Bye. All right, so what do you think? You know, her stories are very real, and it doesn't sound made up because it's just too sharp of an image that she keeps seeing over and over again. I believe her story's real. I want a guardian angel to protect me from burglars yeah, and stuff too. like that. I think that's so cool. Do you think that he is an angel, or do you think he's just like a spirit in the house that's kind of protecting her? I don't know. Maybe he called on the angels. You know, it could be that. But, you know, again with these stories, if you notice anybody that, that tells these real stories that really believe... They never change the story. It's always the same. Yeah. You know, and people that lie, they have to think of what they said last time, but it's always the same. When that happens, I really got to believe it really was real to her. Yeah. You know, I would love to know when those robberies took place. Sure. And she said this happened around midnight. Uh If this was right around 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock that these burglars were starting to break in. Sure. And that light went on, that would 100% confirm to me that she would have been the next target. Now, is there anything in the Bible that says anything about angels wearing Bermuda shorts? You know what? The Bible does not specifically say that. But it's also written in different language. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of these descriptions Word. has been mistranslated oh, cool. and it really was Bermuda. Bermuda I think yeah. that's super important part yeah. of the story. Yeah. And, you know, I think that had this gentleman not been wearing Bermuda shorts, I, I would, you know, I would say that I would have to question his divinity. Absolutely. I think he uh, was stepping out of his realm and he should have been in the Bermuda shorts. And maybe think about surfing. Yeah. Now, do you think this had anything to do with the Bermuda Triangle? Could have been. Now, see, that's another topic we could get into. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the burglary one? Fact or folklore? Fact. Going back to. Now, the car story. Fact as well. And my verdict is also fact. So, there we have it. The verdict is fact. And this case is closed. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you liked this episode. Make sure that you visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Fact or Folklore. Visit our website, www.factorfolklore.com. Feel free to email us at info at factorfolklore.com. And we'll see you next week. And that's our story. And, and we're, we're sticking, sticking to, to it. it. Fact and Folklore out. Bye. Bye.